Hey folks, we're back. Uh, it's been a few weeks. This is episode 118 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me, as always, is my pal DeQuincy. Hey, what's up guys? So I think we've got this social distancing thing down to a T. Yeah, we're only like, oh, 20, 30 miles away from each other. Sure. Yeah, and we, uh, we were made for this, I guess, with the podcast. Like we can now record these podcasts without being anywhere near each other for the good of humankind. Yeah, for the good of my sanity. Although probably better for you than it, than it is me because I guess I can share the story of the podcast. So Sunday, the, the 7th, okay, Sunday is, no, sorry, the 8th, March 8th. Mm-hmm. I went to the rodeo where it was me, my girlfriend, our son, and two of her friends. I went to the rodeo Sunday night, had a grand old time. And then, what was it, Wednesday, the rodeo was closed, um, got shut down early because right. of, you know, COVID-19, the coronavirus. Come to find out that somebody there Sunday night tested positive for the virus. Shit. Mm-hmm. When were you guys there? We were there Sunday uh, night. Holy I, cow. Yeah, I, it was busy as hell. But I don't know when. Well, more like Sunday like afternoon. We were there from like 4 to about 7 because I had work in the morning. So I don't know when that person who who tested positive with that was there. But considering that A, the virus can live on surfaces for like, I think they said up to three hours. And also um, it can survive in the air. (laughs) That's a little word. So to continue the story. So the last couple of days I've been on vacation recording today, uh, Tuesday the 17th. And yesterday, Monday, I woke up with a headache. Um, the throat was hoarse, um, and I had body aches, and I wasn't sure, like, you know, you're 30, oh, God, like, is this, I'm getting sick body aches, or I'm just over the age of 30 body aches? Right. So, uh, I tried to stay in the house as much as possible, just, um, you know, I don't want to take any risks or anything. But uh, I woke up today and feeling uh, a lot better. My throat was still a little scratchy, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And now my girlfriend's having the same symptoms I had yesterday. Woke up, headache. She's been sneezing, and you know we've both been trying to do, as you say, the social distancing, keeping away from people, and not getting. I don't want anything to spread if we do have anything, because we can't get tested because we're not showing severe enough sy- symptoms, right? Right. So, <clears throat> sorry. So, right now for me, uh, I'm like nervous about it, but I'm not gonna freak out. I'm just gonna, if I start to feel worse, I'll call in sick or whatever uh, for tomorrow because my vacation is on tomorrow, Wednesday. And, you know, I'm, I'm what I'm gonna do is. Since I can't get tested, I'm like, I'm not going to, can I just call into work on the on fears of having it or or what? I don't know. I'm going to try to get tested first, but, you know, I'm going to have to work tomorrow. 
Man. I was rambling. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is the big problem with this, man. I mean, it's like there's not enough tests to go around. And, you know, as much as we, you know, have to be, as much as we're trying to, you know, be, you know, wary of, of the elderly and, and immunocompromised, I mean, everybody at some point has, is going to have to get tested. And, you know, just, yeah, I mean, you don't want to take that chance. I mean, you can't take that chance, really. Man, this is, this is tough to talk about. I mean, this, this thing, I mean, look, everybody knows what's going on. Everybody knows about the coronavirus, you know, COVID-19 or, or whatever. And, man, I mean, we, we can agree. I think everybody agrees. I mean, this is the craziest thing that any of us have ever experienced. Um, but it's like, it's so tough because it's like, if you feel sick, like, yeah, who wouldn't want to be tested at this point? Like if you're feeling any kind of symptoms and then, you know, it's like, there's this, you know, I don't know. There's this line that, you know, you have to wait in that, you know, you can't get in yet. Yeah. We can't get there can't get tested because there's not enough tests. Right. And, you know, uh, what's wrong? I'm looking for. Basically, uh, you really have to worry about the test if you're above like it's 55. And so I don't re- meet that threshold yet. Right. Okay. So I'm feeling okay. I just really don't want to go somewhere where if I do have this where I spread it or you know, if I go to my mom's house and she's she's in her 50s now. Sorry, mother. And then my grandma, she's almost 80. So I don't want to give it to them. So you can't, you can't, you have to stay away from them, I guess. Yeah. No, not, I guess you have to stay away from them for the time being. I mean, that's, man. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like with your son, it's a little different. Children, I mean, there's a few cases, but, you know, it's not. Right now, they're, you know, fortunately, you know, there haven't been an exorbitant amount of, you know, cases involving minors. Yeah, it just, it, it feels fire to my theory that all kids are just are mini Wolverines, like they heal from me and everything. <laughs> of course. Like, my son, when he was younger, when he was like two or three, he ripped off his pinky toenail. Oh, he ripped it off, didn't cry anything, it grew back and... You know, just like it never happened. Like little <laughs> kids get hurt. As long as you don't react, this is a lesson for you when you have we have your own children. If your kids get hurt, as long as you don't react like they're hurt, it, they'll be like, "Oh, okay." Right. They react to your reaction. But yeah, well, yeah, I'm thankful that this this um, has not crossed over to children because it's bad enough as you know as it is. If it was actually doing something like making kids sick on a on a crazy level, I don't know what we would do. Yeah. Um, we're, record, we're recording this on a Tuesday night, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And uh, it is 
does not feel like St. Patrick's Day at all. It just feels like a Tuesday. Well, it doesn't help that all the bars are closed. Right, right. and that's what I mean. I mean, the city, the city of Houston is basically on lockdown. Yeah, let's see. All the restaurants you can't sit in. You can only do drive-through. Um, like I said, the bars are closed. Downtown looks like a ghost town. Even driving, like on six ten. Like during the normal traffic hours, it just it's clear sail, sailing. At least it has been on mine for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but you're one of the lucky ones. You've been able to work at home. Yeah, uh, I started on Thursday, and uh, yeah, fortunately, you know, a few glitches with with my setup here and there. But for the most part, I'm fully operational and. Uh, you know, I'm able to keep working and, uh, but you know, it's still, it's still, for me, it's unnerving because it's like, there's really no way that we can fight this right now. I mean, with the, I mean, obviously, you know, no, you know what really, what's really gotten me is that like it's 2020 we're in the most advanced portion of history you know we're like we're the most advanced stage in this you know in history at this moment um and we're still having to tell people to wash their fucking hands i've been doing that i've been doing that for 32 years speaking of that you know what blows my mind like these pictures I've seen from grocery stores where the, uh, you know, they'll take pictures down the, the, um, the, the soap aisle. Right. And like yeah. all the sanitation, the sanitary gels are gone, but the soap is still sitting there. That uh, it's like, just wash your hands for 20 seconds. Why, why can't you, why are you leaving the soap there? Begin all the antibacterial, um, what are they called? Yeah. Sorry, my mind is gone right now. I'm waiting. I'm tired. But yeah. The foam? Yeah, the foam, the gel, whatever. Get the soap. Wash your goddamn hands, people. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, it's uh it's a little unnerving. Still. I mean, I'm confident that, you know, we're like you said, we're young enough where we can get through it. Um but it's like I haven't, I haven't really seen my grandmother like once in the past week. Mm-hmm. Briefly, she needed me to pick something up for her, and I picked it up and left. You know, is a, a no contact drop off basically delivery. All these new, all these new buzzwords these days: no contact delivery and social distancing. And, um. Did you just drop it off and knock on the door like you were on Amazon? Oh, not even. I mean, she's she lives in a fortress, so it's like I have to leave it on a on a fence, and then she has to open up a gate, and all these. It's it's a, I yeah, it's a it's a long process, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's it's so bizarre, you know. It's like. I, a part of me is afraid to like go around like my grandmother or my parents who are, you know, they're in their fifties too. Uh-huh. Um, 
you know, I just, <coughs> it's, it's weird. It's just, you know, but now that I'm working from home, it's a little bit easier to kind of, Oh, uh, so there. go to there, see how they're doing and stuff like that. You know, it's like, go oh, at this point. Man, this this stuff is scary. I mean, we're America is supposed to be like you know this first world nation. It's like it seems like every other country is doing better than us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's for us to be this behind is you know part of what's got me unnerved, man. It's. I'm worried. I'm worried about you know. They talk about how many confirmed cases that we have in America right now, and all I can think of is the fact that we don't have enough tests to test everybody. So what if that number is like one third or one fifth of the actual amount of people who are carrying it around? Exactly. <clears throat> you know, and you know, we kind of mentioned it before we started recording, but it's like, you know, I was sick a month and a half ago before it was officially confirmed in the United States or, you know, publicized in the United States. But even then, like, I'm still, you know, still kind of second guess myself, like what was going on? Like, you know, why was, why did I get sick like that mm -hmm. all of a sudden? Yeah. There are a lot you know, of people I'm, on social media adding that same question. Like they got sick back in January, February, and they got like, it was really deathly ill they're having respiratory problems but they pulled through and it's like was that the flu or is that the coronavirus hitting you back then mm -hmm. fortunately i haven't had any respiratory problems like that mm -hmm. but you know i had a fever one night i had a cough and you know and like i got through it and at the time I was like, okay, I'm just, I was just sick, but it's like, now it's like, man, what was going on? I mean, it was, it was the point I, I took two days off from work, man. I never do anything like that. You know, like call in, I rarely call in. Yeah. you're the person that leaves the, the year with like 200 sick hours, huh? Yeah. You make me sick. Call in. Damn it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. thing. Okay. Let, let's, let's kind of, ease our way into some more lightheartedness mm -hmm. here's the thing now you can't you can't fake illness anymore like once we get through all this there's no calling in you know on monday because you're hung still hung over from the weekend you can't be like oh i'm not feeling well it's like oh well you know everybody's on high alert as it is now it's like you're just stirring the pot if you if you start calling in sick, you know, if you're faking illness for the day, you know, because now you're public enemy number one. Oh, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna call in and tell them people I had a cold. I don't care what they think, and most <laughs> of they think I got the coronavirus and they leave me alone all day. That's what I call an excellent work day. Hey, even better. There you go. Uh, CNN breaking news. Coronavirus is now in all 50 U.S. states after West Virginia reports its first case. West Virginia, shout out. I mean, holding on strong. Like, Again, like how many people are actively infected? 
compared to how many tests do they have. Right. That's true, too. But, uh, man, I mean, it's – I mean, like, as – you know, it, it's it's awful, man, and it's, it's scary and, you know, a lot of uncertainty. Um, but I guess we can talk about some of the faces of this. I mean, because this is something that isn't – um, it's not prejudice at all. Prejudiced, this virus. I mean, it's affecting everyone, and we're starting to see it in uh, like actual like celebrities and professional athletes and things like that. This thing shut down sports. <laughs> yes. And let me tell you this, folks. I mean, if if you ever if you've ever listened to this podcast and you're you're wondering, are they do they only talk about sports and pro wrestling? Well, we got news for you. After this episode, you're gonna find out that we're not just about sports and pro wrestling because there is no sports and pro wrestling to talk about going forward for the foreseeable future. So we're gonna have to change it up and we're gonna have to talk about, you know, maybe our feelings, something like that. Okay. Sure. Um, so MLB, <laughs> after Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus, um, basketball just shut down. And the NBA just right now, I believe they say they're going to close for at least 30 days and then come back and see what happens afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, MLB, they canceled the rest of spring training and pushed back uh, opening day, I believe. I believe originally they said they opened, they pushed it back two weeks. Now it looks like both MLB and NBA won't come back until at least early, uh, mid-May, maybe even June. Mm-hmm. Because the CDC, it seems like every week they come out with a different number. First it was no gatherings larger than, than 1,000, and then it went down to 100. And I think at last notice it was at 10. So it no went down gather- from – it went from a thousand to two fifty, to fifty, mm-hmm. to ten. Okay. So if, like, if the CDC is saying you can't have a gathering of more than ten people, well, okay, you can't have any. That's like your entire dugout, more than ten people. Right. Your your bench on um, an NBA game, that's more than ten people. I held the people on the court. That's ten. That's five. That's five plus the referees. That's over ten. So I don't know how – I don't think – like, honestly, we may be looking at the NBA going straight to the playoffs when they come back in, like, maybe June. And Major League Baseball, like, I don't know how their schedule is going to work. I know the owners want to get in all 162 games, but that would mean, like, playing the regular season deep into December. And if you do that, how's that? How does that interfere with next year? Right. I mean, at this point, you've got to just cut most of those games. Yeah. So, depending on how far deep we, we go into this baseball, this season may just be like 120, maybe 100 games. 
Uh, everything we're doing right now, we're just—it's just a guess. Let's Everything's speculation at this yeah, point. We're just speculating I mean, right now. There's no, there's no concrete, you know, um, information at this point. You know, beyond, you know, just washing your hands and staying away from people. You know. Yeah, so all we got so. And like we said earlier, this, you know, big cities, Houston, New York, L.A., Chicago, basically shut down the nightlife. Anything after 5 p.m. is closed. Um, people being forced to work from home like yourself. Uh, that's one um, luxury I would never be able to afford in my job. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what, and then we're, right now we're just sitting to see what the government's response is going to be to all this. I know they're still having the uh, Democratic primary go on. Florida, Illinois, and one other state had theirs today. Really? Yeah. Ohio was supposed to have theirs as well, but they they uh, postponed theirs. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm trying to read who else was. Arizona. There you go. And so far, Biden is, pro- is predicted to win both Florida and Illinois, and that the polls won't close until 10 p.m. Eastern Arizona. So, so we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, go ahead. Back to uh, Rudy Gobert. Okay. How incredibly stupid was that? Yeah, just dumb as hell, man. Like, I don't know why everyone on the team is and is doing everything they can to stay safe, and you're hearing it from the team doctors and everything, hey, don't do this, that, and the third. And then you go out there and touch all those microphones and speak. And even if that's not the reason that he got infected, let's say he got it from someone someone else like a week ago, just the optics, it just, like, if I'm a Utah Jazz player, he can't come back. Wow. And he, he got Donovan Mitchell. Like, I don't care if, Don, if I got sick or not, you know, because you were that careless with not only your health, but the health of the rest of the team. And then reports came out, like, after he did that, he was, like, in the locker room messing around and playing with other people's things. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to go, man. I can't trust you. And if I'm an owner, I, you double got to go because I can't trust you to do the right thing on the court. And I can't trust I can't trust you with money. Like, yeah, I mean, look. You come to me asking for a contract extension. I'm going to look, like, look at you like you're crazy. He shut down the NBA. Yeah. Single-handedly. We're getting reports of more people getting sick. Like today, apparently four Nets players tested positive, including Kevin Durant. Yep, just saw that. So this outbreak would have happened in the NBA, and we would have closed down. It would have had to been shut down sooner or later. But mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, patient zero is an idiot that was out there touching these microphones after every health, you know, anybody in the health department told you to, you know, 
be as careful as you can around other people and their germs. And this fool went out and did this. It's like, this is his resume. This is the, when you think of Rudy Gobert for the rest of your life, this is the first thing you're going to think of. Not defensive player or all-star or, you know, if they make it to the finals or champion or whatever. This act right here will be the first thing you think of when you think of Rudy Gobert from now until the end of time. Absolutely. This is going to be on his Wikipedia page. You know what, what, what like made me angry more than anything was that, so this happened and he tested positive in Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. So they shut the game, they canceled the game. Um, you know, they kept the teams in the locker rooms for testing and stuff. You know, we talked about this earlier, how few testing – you know, how few tests there are available. And some of the first people to be tested were young multimillionaire athletes because of one guy being stupid. You know, whether there was, they only used 20 tests, that's 20 tests that was taken away or or not available to someone who might not be able to afford to get sick. Whether I mean, and I'm not just talking about you know monetarily or whatever, but I'm talking about someone who's older who you know might have gotten hit quicker than than Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell or whoever. You know that that's that's what really has bothered me more than anything was that you know his his stupidity, his carelessness, you know took. you know, some of the earliest kit, you know, some of the earliest tests available away from, you know, the the greater public, I think, I feel like. Yeah, all because he went at the damn fool. Like, I'll tell you right now, like, he, like, if if I was a jazz player and he came into that locker room, we have words. And by words, I mean punches. Because I'm fighting you. They might have sent him back to France. Yeah, you can't be here anymore, man. You got to go. You know, you know, you were complete and other idiot. You fucked up the money. You just got to go. Yeah, a lot of money's at stake, and uh, man, he and that that image of him messing with those microphones will never go away either. Mm-hmm. All of it, man. He's. He's marked for life. Yeah. And then, you know, after that, everybody gets shut shut down. Cars are getting shut down. You know, we talk about baseball getting shut down. Like, I don't even know. The NFL is just sitting, sitting back. The NFL is hoping that this does not continue on. Of course. Because right now the NFL is fine because it's it's the um, it's the off season. They're making they're just signed a new CBA, making deals, signings and trades and everything like that. But if this continues on into the fall and the NFL season gets pushed back, I don't. Uh, I'm oh I forgot I forgot to mention the goddamn NCAA. Those money grubbing bastards decided that the block was too hot for them and they canceled March Madness. Yeah. 
I am like that's when I knew that this was gonna be a serious problem when those greedy bastards said, "Oh, we can't have this." They still took too long though. They were still having tournament games with full crowds. Mm-hmm. You know, after the NBA shut it down. Yeah, NHL is is on hiatus. Like, if it's more anything more than people, that's like you can't even like have a family reunion. You can't even have a damn funeral. No. The UFC over the weekend on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, they had an event scheduled in Brazil, and before. Before all these mandates, really, they decided to close the doors to the fans. Yeah, or maybe Brazil decided to. So they had a show in front of an in an empty arena. These guys were these guys and girls were fighting, beating the hell out of each other in front of zero audience, in front of zero fans, and it was insane. It was the fights were good, fortunately. Um but that was like the only sporting event that was on television this past weekend. And you want you talk about the NCAA taking too long to make a decision. The UFC, yeah, like went all the way to the eleventh hour. They wanted to. No, they Dana were willing White. to Dana White. Let's let's call it like it is. Dana White was willing to risk um, the coronavirus getting around just to make money. Dana was willing to fight in empty arenas from now until whenever at this point. I mean, the, you know, they, they've canceled the next three events. They're praying that they don't have to cancel the fourth event, April 18th, which is uh, supposed to be a pay-per-view between uh, 155-pound champ Habib Nurmagomedov versus, you know, the number one contender, Tony Ferguson, a fight that – has already been canceled or postponed five different times over the past five years because of injuries and other just multiple issues. And this is the best fight that this company could probably put on at at this moment. I mean, this is the best fight in maybe the past 10 or 15 years possible on paper. And it has, it still hasn't happened and it's in jeopardy of not (laughs) happening once again it's looking like it's not gonna happen because the guys will be yeah oh moving on to other entertainment things have you seen the what's going on in the in the uh, movie industry right now everything's hitting on demand right um, early let's see uh, the hunt and there are a couple of other movies from universal that are hitting they're going on demand the fast nine they pushed that movie back to for I believe it's April 2021, so yep. over a year delayed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marvel has halted uh, the Black Widow. And I wouldn't, like, if you have a movie that you think was going to only make, you know, it wasn't going to be a blo- like a Marvel DC blockbuster, why wouldn't you just put it on demand and let people rent it at home? Yeah, I mean, that's you can still make money. You can, and you might make more money because more people would be inclined to just watch it from home, especially now that they have nothing to do and nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah. 
you just can't make the price outrageous. Don't put your movie out there and try to charge thirty dollars for it. Right. You know, like I charge five dollars and I think for like a movie when you for rental, I think you could for a new movie the top price you can get away with is like fifteen, sixteen dollars. Especially that's the, price, if it was a, that's the price of a movie ticket. Especially if it's a movie that many people aren't that sure of. Like that movie, The Hunt, where it's, you know, people going out and hunting regular civilians and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's that big of a buzz to watch it. But if you put it on on demand and say, hey, it's $12 to rent it for 48 hours, you got to see get some people to watch that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Man, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I think our next podcast, we're, we're just have to do our um, our movie reviews that we spoke of. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I should have time to actually watch some of these movies now. Yeah, mm, the first one's gonna be the Hulk, right? The Angley Hulk. Oh Hulk. God! You sound so excited. I was when I could think about doing other things when I had other things to look forward to after watching it. But this is it. The only thing we, the only things that we have to talk about now are like sports, uh, not sports, like movies and politics. Yeah, that's it. Because sports, I, pro wrestling is done. Yeah. Oh, ooh, we didn't even talk about that. We Thank haven't you. talked about that. I've been looking forward to talking about this. Yeah, go ahead, man. SmackDown and Raw. I have mixed feelings on what they've done. Why is that? Um, because I'm learning, I don't have to watch both shows the whole time. <laughs> I, I texted like you last we, night. I feel like we, we knew that before, but continue. Well, I didn't. Ex- I should have known that they would put filler matches from, you know, before all this, <laughs> from other pay per views. Mm-hmm. I should have known that they were going to do something like that. We could have podcasted last night over the first two hours of Raw. I mean, they had the the men's Royal Rumble match, like. They had one segment, live segment from the Performance Center, and they showed the Men's Royal Rumble match, which lasted like over an hour. Then they do the uh, tag team elimination match as well. They did it on Friday on okay. SmackDown, and that was a good move because that was a great match at the Elimination Chamber. That was my favorite match of that night. Um. So, like in that regard, like. Eh, I guess I don't have to watch it all the way through and that's fine. But where I, where I was blown away by what they did, except for that stone cold, Steve Austin segment on Monday night, everything else they did, I was blown away and I grew a greater appreciation for what these men and women do because they still brought the enthusiasm that, they would bring in front of a live crowd. Um, I've heard someone say it's muscle memory at this point. Like they have to point and, you know, raise or throw their arms up and, and, you know, look at the, look at what would normally be an audience. You know, it's just muscle memory. I mean, they do that hundreds of times, if not thousands of times every year. Um, But the fact that they still, gave a damn about their performances the promos were great 
Um, the wrestling was really good. I, I, I was, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed both shows because the effort that they put on was more than I expected. It was better than I expected. Yeah, I enjoyed the. I'm sorry, I enjoyed SmackDown more than Raw. Sure. Just because having Triple H there was like a fresh breath of air. Like, it felt like he had a couple of drinks in and was like, fuck it, I'm just going to have fun. Right. Whereas Raw was more business like. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I enjoy it. It's the best thing. They're making, you know, chicken salad out of uh, chicken shit right now. Best of the kind of a terrible situation. And I mean, how do you think this is just how wrestling is going to be for a while? Just doing these empty, these shows in these empty arenas. I think so. I mean, it's. I mean, you know, the big the big news is that WrestleMania is not happening at you know in Tampa, Florida. I mean, it's happening in the Performance Center, which is. Now, I read a story today that said they were thinking about delaying WrestleMania until June and getting into um, uh, Madison Square Garden. Mm. I mean, they could do that. I mean, look, they still have a few weeks to do that as well. I mean, they made the official announcement yesterday, though, right? Yeah, but then another story broke out the day afterwards. The day after. Sorry, I'm looking at it right now. WrestleMania, who knows? Yeah, for sure it's not taking place in Tampa, in Tampa Bay. Movie was in the last year. So, uh, so, so far, I just, I think you're right. It might just be in the performance center, although there's a chance to move it to, they'll just delay it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're having the biggest show of them all in a goddamn performance center <laughs> and not only does this hurt you know the WWE and not getting that ticket revenue and everything you know shirt sales and things like that this hurts all the independent wrestling shows that go on around Wrestlemania yeah they're not happening I think it's safe to say and, and so- What's going to happen? A lot, oh, of those, a, a lot of those independent places where they went to go, you know, they get the venue and stuff, they don't, the insurance doesn't cover this. So they have to come out of pocket. And, that, and for some of these independent places, that might be just enough money to put them out of business. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just sucks. I feel bad for WWE, but I really feel bad for those, for those, you know, the mom and pop and uh, wrestlers that, you know, these WrestleMania shows are probably going to be their biggest shows and their best opportunity to not eat, to not only grow a fan base, but also get enough eyes to hopefully make it up to somewhere like Impact or WWE or AEW. And now that opportunity just been ripped away from them. I just feel terrible for those guys, guys and girls. Yeah. Let me ask you this, man. I mean, 
what's going to happen if a performer on AEW or WWE, they ultimately test positive? Um, it's going to be... I mean, they're doing as I mean, at least WWE, they're, they're doing... They're making, you know, lemon out, lemons out of lemonade or lemonade out of lemons or whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever the saying is. I mean, they're making the most of the facility that they, you know, that they're, that they have, you know, they're in a position where they can do something like that. Um, but at that point, like, what, is, what do you do if someone, if someone gets it? Like, I mean, there's nowhere else for you to go. You have to shut down. Yeah. You have to shut down because it's not like, you know, baseball or basketball where if one person or one team gets it, then it's not going to spread like crazy across the whole week. And, you know, in wrestling, these guys and gals are with each other, you know, I think, I think the last check is like 280 days out of the year. Mm-hmm. So if one person got, has it, then probably half the locker room has it. Jeez. And that might be a conservative guess. So yeah, if someone shows up positive, you just gotta shut the whole thing down for I don't know how long. Yeah. Crazy, is, crazy stuff, man. Man, that's a sobering thought. Now I hope that doesn't happen. I mean <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course. We've already lost all of our sports. Um, I don't want to lose wrestling, too. Yeah. I haven't watched ESPN since it started. Um, how's it going on there? Have you been watching? No, not at all. I have no idea what's going on. I watched it on Saturday because they were showing the fights. It was supposed to be on ESPN+, Plus, but then they said, well, let's just throw it on mm-hmm. ESPN as well. And apparently this Saturday, they're going to show 11 hours of UFC fights on ESPN. Like, classic fights from throughout the years. So if you've ever been interested or thought about getting into it or curious as to what's all the hub, hullabaloo, then uh, Saturday is a good chance to watch yeah. some classic UFC fights. I feel like all they've been doing is running 30 for 30s because that's all they got. Yeah. It's like, what happens to a sports channel if there's no sports? Chaos. Right. They should be able to play, like, Monday Night Football games. Mm. I I am not – I'm not saying anything because this thing is too volatile, the situation. This would be a perfect time for you to learn how to play video games. That's true. You can get a PlayStation, go um, go get uh, MLB The Show 20. It's on play, so you can play baseball for a long, right. long time. The one thing that I'm like that I'm kind of 
being optimistic about is like there's going to be a, a just a groundswell of creativity that's got to be bubbling or starting to form while people are, are you know you know at home not in public I feel like there's going to be some great music that come out of comes out of this great stand up great uh uh you know movie scripts and tv scripts and stuff like that books written i don't know i feel like once we have 17,000 books and scripts written about this virus we're all going to tune out sure that too yeah no. I can see that happening. All right, man. I'm tired. I got nothing else except shit scary out here. Wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands, people. Uh, FaceTime. Social distancing. Keep away from your friends and loved ones. That's a funny thing to say. Um, Yeah, man. That's all I got today. Same here. All right, man. Showdown. Uh, tell people where they can find you. Twitter um, at I don't remember Twitter, but uh, <laughs> it's been that long. Yeah, Instagram at n o t e l r i c. I don't remember where I can find that anymore. All right, and I'm on Twitter at Quinn underscore two eight eight. Um, and you can follow the podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Public Radio, Radio Public, sorry, and iHeartRadio. And that's it. That's all I got to say, man. You stay safe out there. I'll just... You too, brother. All right. For Anthony, I'm the Quincy. Later, babies. <laughs>